We are valuable people. We're not numbers. We're not ledger entries. We could never be replaced with AI or any technology or anything else. We are unique. We are uniqueness. Our consciousness could never be bought or sold. It's priceless. I see you and you see yourself. Who's anybody kidding? The purpose of this show is to give you some encouragement, some recognition, some daily inspiration to uplift you. Maybe a little chuckle or just something to think about as you start your day or end your day or any time of day and help you get your best foot forward because your value is appreciated. If you're a small business owner, a wage worker, or someone trying hard to make it in these challenging circumstances, you're a hero. You're the heroes and the heroines of this show's story, regardless of your political affiliations or your religious beliefs or your traditions or your tribes you are a valuable person you're the value in life you're the value in this economy and you are seen in a world of destruction and degradation the world should see you for the value that you are and the value that you make if you're working a job and you are homeless or houseless and you have to live in shelters or cars This podcast is dedicated to you, your resilience is recognized, and you're not alone here. Different people do different things when they wake up in the morning. Do you know what I do? First, of course, I smell the inside of my nose, and then I hold on tightly to the bed, and I make sure I'm really here, because it's so hard to believe it. And then I exhale, and I step outside, and make sure the stars are still where they usually are, and they are. It's a moment of quiet, anxious wonderment every morning. And I suppose one might say that I'm an empiricist. Things are what they are. And that's a pretty scary idea for a lot of people. All right. Pre-recorded. Pre-recorded intro and and outro today. Because I just really want to get on with the story. And get on with my day. Today's story is about bungee jumping and false friends on the ledge of life. It's called Visualize Effing Off, Discovering False Friends on the Ledge of Life. Cool, pop psychology, bro. Day 18 of Flash Fiction February and Rolf needs new friends. I'm learning a lot about writing and I'm learning a lot about story formulas when I'm writing this flash fiction February. It's really interesting. I'm coming up with like these different categories. I can't wait to write about it and to podcast about it when flash fiction February is over. I'll have time to do it then and I will do that. And that'll be fun. And I hope maybe I'll do a chat or an AMA about it if anybody cares. I don't know. But the name of this story, again, visualize effing off. Discovering false friends on the ledge of life. I see nothing stopping you, Gina says. I don't mean I want to just go do it. I want to do it with someone else or with a group of people, Rolf replies. So you're looking for social activity, Not so much to go bungee jumping, Gina says. No, I want to go bungee jumping, just not alone with strangers, with friends, Rolf says. 
Gina replies, well, go to the coffee shop with friends and then go bungee jumping. You'll have all the bases covered. That's kind of two different things, Rolf says. I don't know what you want me to tell you, Gina replies. You're looking to go bungee jumping and you can't find people to go with you. You might get too old before you find people to go with and then you'll never go do it, Gina says. Rolf responds, well, I think I'll find someone to go bungee jumping with before I find someone to get old with. Now that's an improving attitude, Gina says. I think I just want to go bungee jumping, Rolf says. I don't think I want Tony Robbins or whatever seminar. I think that you're narrowing down your desires, and I like that, Gina says. It's good to be detailed with your dreams, but not too detailed. You don't want to miss the train you need because it's a different color than the one that you visualized. I'm not visualizing anything, Ralph says. I just want to go bungee jumping. Of course you are imagining bungee jumping. You might as well focus and visualize it, she says. I don't need to visualize bungee jumping. I just need to find some people to go bungee jumping with, Ralph states. You're answering your own question, she says. All I said is I want to go bungee jumping and you're turning it into a stressful thing, Rolf says. Tap, Gina says. What? said Rolf. Use the tapping technique for stress and for past trauma. Tap your forehead and under your eyes and your cheeks too, Gina says. What in God's green earth are you talking about now, Rolf says. Maybe I'll put out a classified ad. There you go, she says. Put it out there. Put it out into the universe. You'll attract it to yourself. What kind of talk is that, he responds. Close your eyes, Gina says. Why, said Rolf. Just do it, she says as Rolf closes his eyes. Take three deep breaths, she says. Breathe in through your nose. That's right. Smell the inside of your nose. Do it right now. Then relax as you exhale. Now, on the third one, hold it in. Hold your breath while you form the thought, I want to find bungee partners. I want to find bungee partners. Rolf is following these instructions, looking at her sideways and dubiously out of the corner of his eye. Now, she says, slowly recite it as you exhale. Rolf follows along. I want to find bungee partners. Good job, she says. You'll be flailing around in the air in no time. I feel like an idiot, Rolf says. Replace that negative thought with two positive ones. Quick, right now, Gina says. Oh my God, Rolf says. When do you want to go, Gina says. You'll go? You'll go, Rolf asks. No, but you should set a goal. If you set a goal, then your subconscious mind will work out the solution to it in that time frame. Set a goal for your date of departure. Date of departure, Rolf says. Date of departure. Okay, how about in two days? Okay, now you're getting somewhere, Gina says. I'm not getting anywhere. I'm getting frustrated, Rolf says. Practice gratitude instead, Gina says. Aren't you grateful that there's such a thing as bungee jumping and that soon, even though you don't know who you'll go with, you'll be going bungee jumping with someone? Think ahead. You don't know how it's going to all work out, but it's all going to work out. Be grateful for it now, so when it happens, you'll be 100% in the moment. Sounding exhausted and disappointed, I think I need to go have some moments at the coffee shop, Ralph says. Can I get anything for you while I'm gone? 
I guess I'll take a muffin or something, she responds. Okay, I'll see you in an hour or two or something, he says. Don't be too detailed in your request to the universe, he says as he closes the door. Rolf leaves, and as he shuts the door, Gina picks up her phone and calls a friend. Hey, she says, I just had a brilliant idea. Let's go bungee jumping. The end. Oh, man. I've heard stories like that before. Not exactly like that, but that's like a type of story. Like, that's like a, I don't know what, I don't know. I'll have to figure it out. But it's a type of story, and I've heard those types of stories before. You could do a lot of different things with that. I had two AI titles come out, and they are too serious for this story. Way too serious. One is called Leap of Faith. Finding adventure and connection through bungee jumping. Navigating social challenges and overcoming obstacles for thrilling experiences. That's way too serious for this. Alternatively, bungee bound, embracing fear, finding friends, and taking the plunge. A journey from doubt to discovery in pursuit of adrenaline and connection. That is really poetic, but it's just not even accurate at all with this story. There it is, today's story, and that's day 18. Day 18 of Flash Fiction February. What are you thinking so far? What are you thinking so far? How are my little stories? How are my little stories? So let me just tell you about me before I do, before I place in the recorded outro today. We're doing a recorded outro, not a live one. We'll do the one from yesterday. I'm Herschel Sterling. You can find me at Commercial Herschel on Substack and various places like BitChute and HowTube and Rumble. You'll find me at Rumble Early Risers. Smell the inside of your nose. That's my Rumble channel. I'm behind on videos. Don't worry. The video extravaganza that I have coming up, it's epic. It is just epic. I'm going to take the fact that I went behind in my videos and I'm just going to make it so much better so much faster. It's going to be good because I figured a few things out. You know who I am. I'm Commercial Herschel. The name of the Substack is Smell the Inside of Your Nose. The name of the podcast is Smell the Inside of Your Nose. Do it right now. Aren't you lucky that you get to know that? Aren't you lucky that you got to hear my podcast? I podcast every single day. It usually doesn't take more than a half hour to listen to my podcast. It's usually somewhere between 15 minutes and like 25 minutes. A quick little thing, the whole purpose of it is to just kind of not have it all be panicky and fury like the news and just give you something to think about, something interesting, something funny, maybe, hopefully. As soon as I get out of Flash Fiction February, I'm going back into my old formula, which is just kind of like off-the-cuff thinking about various things. I have folders and folders and folders and folders of writing that I've done in the last, like, 30 years. Just so much writing, because I write almost every day, and I've kept all of it. So if you're somebody who's looking for a writer, if you're looking for TV ideas or movie ideas or any kind of stage plays, whatever... You should represent me. I have so much work that you don't even know. Like, you wouldn't even know what to do with it. And there'd be there's so many good writing ideas in there. I don't know what I'm doing. So this is a good opportunity for you to make an opportunity out of a, just a whole bunch of material. If you're like a representative of writing type people. Like, I'm a perfect opportunity for you. Because I've just got nothing but 
content, folders and folders and folders full of content, full of ideas, full of stories, full of poetry, full of screenplays, stage plays, everything. And I don't know what I'm doing. So what an opportunity for you, literary representative. What an opportunity for you. Okay, let's get out of here. Thanks for listening. You're going to hear the canned outro right after this. And I will see you tomorrow on day 19. We're closing in. We're closing in. We're closing in on the end of Flash Fiction February. This place where we live is not a joke. When I gaze at the stars at night, when I look out over the hills during the day, I'm consistently reminded that we live on a planet in space wailing through the galaxy like a screaming rock. We are on such a small planet in such a tiny galaxy that no matter where we are in our galactic cycle, the universe of stars seem immovable. That's incredible. We are a moment. We are an instant in an infinite universe. We are an infinite in an instant universe. And every event that has ever happened here and that will ever happen here happened simultaneously in the snap just like it was in the snap of a finger the instances of existence are so close in proximity that the whole thing is a singular material event that's essentially over already it's hard to believe we're even experiencing it i hope we can be here tomorrow there are people who would say that makes us insignificant i very strongly disagree with them the fact that we are so improbable is the very thing that makes us momentous. We're conscious beings who can observe ourselves. We are consciousness observing itself. You are each a refraction of light from a single source. You are the individual and the whole simultaneously. You are a masterful, mysterious, distinctive, and anomalous paradox. I'd say that's rather significant, and I would say that if artificial intelligence was sentient, if artificial intelligence was self-aware, it would be jealous of you. In the context of the time that our galaxy is here, and the infinitesimal millifraction of time that we each have, within that context, the reality of your consciousness and your power to observe and manipulate matter, to use space, the essence of your energy, and your planning, and time usage in this three-dimensional plane, the influence of your refraction of the source is immeasurably exponential in the cosmic expanse. Why? Because it expands as far as you are able to observe into the infinite universe because your observation affects it. You are rare. You're not only a body, you have radiance. You radiate. Your eyes can't see the frequency, but there's light. You are a luminescent jewel that can shine on yourself from within yourself you are a significant beyond the perception of anyone else so shine on yourself while you shine on other people and what an honor that you shine on me thank you now smell the inside of your nose do it right now